What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play and some dope nerds who are also playing of those games. So I want to introduce you to such nerd because joining me today, we have an esteemed guest that I've been ready to get on the podcast for a little while now. I sent him a DM and you know, to my to my surprise, he immediately answered. It was like, let's do this. And I was just like, yes, let's go. So my guest today is a gamer just like me. He has a numerous, numerous amount of content out there. Very cool content creator. Um, you've probably you can find him on YouTube. You can also, I think, see is it Twitch or apron work? Uh, I do Twitch, which is nerd today mm-hmm. and apron work. I mean, we did Twitch one time to like react to whatever okay. pay-per-view was happening in philly at the time <laughs> but yeah we we do this semi often that's more like an audio video podcast okay gotcha gotcha well you heard it right here he is you can find him at the nerd today all that content right there my guest today is carlos nerd today rodriguez Carlos, how you doing today? Good, man. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, Sebastian. I'm so excited. Yeah, I jumped at the chance, man. I jumped at the chance. I saw you on other content, and I was like, I, I want to. I, f- I started following you, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, I love this guy. He's he's killing it. And you sent me a DM. I was like, oh, absolutely, I'm down. I'm so man. down. And thank so you for the kind words before the show about my, the fable episode. No, man. Uh, you know, like I saw that that tweet and such like that. You and your partner did a deep dive into the fable and your anticipation of the upcoming game, and I was just mm-hmm. like. I was I loved it. I loved every second of it. And the, it was after I saw that content, I was just like, I'm sending that message today. And <laughs> and the rest is history, as we say. Before we get started, though, I got a couple of questions I want to ask mm-hmm. you. First of all, like what's on your shirt right now? Because I can only see oh. like the brief outline. Yeah, here you go. You got. Oh, OK. Nightwing. You mm-hmm. had to go along with the, the tattoo. I like that. I, I got a hat, too, but I don't want to mess up my hair. I just got out the shower. <laughs> is that your favorite member of the Bat family? Yes. Okay. Oh, Harley. So, wow, that was easy, too. I didn't even have to second guess it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's absolutely my favorite member of the Bat family. It's so That's... funny because my best friend, uh, Joey, absolutely loves Red Hood. Oh, really? And we are, like, a complete opposites when it comes mm-hmm. to life, but we are, like, best friends, like, brothers to the end. Like, it's so... He's, like, a found family member to me, so it's it's awesome how much we both love each other. He's been talking about getting a, a Red Hood tattoo similar to mine, like, in the same placement oh, of my... Dope. So... It's very funny. I really, we found each other. No, nah, it's cool. It's it's sort of appropriate that y'all like direct mm-hmm. opposites from each other because he he's on the red side, you're on the blue side. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, it's so cool how that kind of fan fandom kind of works out. Before we begin, though, for the people who don't know you, Carlos, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, absolutely. So I am your doctor recommended dose of nerdiness, a.k.a. your nerd <laughs> today, Carlos Rodriguez. <laughs> Uh, everyone gets a kick out of that. I, I, I that was it. on a whim, and I thought it was stupid when I first came up with it. And so many people love it, man. Um, but yeah, you, as especially mentioned, you mentioned you can find me on youtube.com slash nerdy days, probably the best place you can find me. Uh, there I have two of my own podcasts. I have the Nerdy Day podcast, where it typically is short form. Um, we'll do like a lot of like, I have a review coming up tomorrow for Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Finally, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, God. One of my favorite. If it wasn't for God of War. Would have been my game of the year. Whoa! <laughs> Honestly, it was so good. It's just such a nostalgia chip. I have like a let's play too. I so I do let's plays on the channel. Um, every once in a while, I will do like a long form podcast for the Nerd Today, which is like the meaning of. So last year we did um, meaning of Superman with Greg Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did meaning of Minority Mental Health Month for June with one of my best friends. Uh, and then recently, I think we did the meaning of Star Wars. 
And then I have one lined up soon. I got to get actually the crew together, but we're doing the meaning of PlayStation coming up very soon. Oh, that's going to be With dope. three special guests. So that's going to be very fun. Look forward to that one. But um, that's Nerd Today proper. I have like Reacts, you know, all the typical like content creator stuff over there. And then I just launched um, Chaos Bringers, which is my mm-hmm. Final Fantasy retrospective podcast. Uh, we are two episodes in. So episode zero is me and my co-host Harv and Frank from Point of Progress. And we just introduce ourselves, our love for Final Fantasy, you know, what's got us into it, what we're looking forward to in this retrospective series, what we're not looking forward to, because, you know, not all the games hit that well. You know, some of them, who knows? I, I was high on one before we started the show, and I'm already, I played it already. I'm like, wow, I don't know why I like this back in the day. <laughs> I can't wait to film that episode this week. Um, but yeah, so we have zero. And then episode one is obviously Final Fantasy one where we cover that and a little bit of Strangers of Paradise, which just released. And then, yeah, I also do Aperwork podcast. I'm a co-host over there. Uh, it is a wrestling podcast. We're taking a little bit of a break summertime since we're both dads. We always like do it so much when we're not home. This is a good uh, time to take a break from wrestling, if I'm being yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that yes and no, because we also I think we both text each other's morning. So like you got the issues like I got the issues. CM Punk yeah. just returned. You know, collision, collision just showed off. Yeah. yeah. He just popped off at the mouth in the beginning of collision. Counterfeit bucks, man. What? <laughs> Yo, I was what? like, you know what? I I was kind of pro bucks before. And then mm-hmm. I was somewhere in the middle, I was like, I don't know who to believe, nor do I care at this point. <laughs> and then at the end, I'm like, I'm not even pro Bucks or pro punk. I really do want to see them just hit each other. I really like, right that's you. money, dude. Like, you, listen, Matt Hardy and Edge back in the day. If you're um, sorry, if you're not a wrestling fan, because we are going on, we're about to go off. Yeah. I'm telling you. Matt Hardy and Edge had like a legit disagreement in life where Edge literally hooked up with Matt's girl at the time while Edge was married. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Matt got fired. He came back because the crowds were going crazy for him. They legit had a match, and they, you know, went the blows a little bit. They hit a little harder than normal in that. It match. was a terrible match, man. Oh like, hell that yeah! Finish was so bad because like <laughs> was. Matt was out for real. Like, yep, that exactly was. He was real. like, "Hey, man, we really gotta, we gotta settle this in the ring. Like, we gotta settle this in the ring." Yeah. So I would love to see that at least with Punk and the Bucks. I know there's rumors that Omega already squashed it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the rumor that he like cleaned up after he like had a fist fight with <laughs> the most Canadian thing ever. So but, you know, before yeah. we dive into yeah. video games, I I want to run a theory about you because I feel like that promo, and this is not indicative of like what that promo and collision was, because I feel like that was just a typical punk in Chicago type of promo. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling CM Punk's gonna be a heel now. Yeah, I do. I do feel that as well, because I think this Wednesday. Oh, no, they're still in Chicago, I think, this week. Yeah, so I was going to say yeah. this would be an indicator, but I think the rumor is the the Bucks and, and it's, it's, I'm talking like from legitimate like news sources I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I just hear my co-host just singing Rihanna work, 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 work. work. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He completely does not believe any of this is real. He believes it got squashed a long time ago and just that that injury was really took him out. Um yeah, I think whenever the first non-Chicago show is going to be very... So I guess Collision this Saturday, right? I think they're in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So if, yeah. if Punk's there, I think that's going to be the first indicator of what Where he's his character is going to be. Yeah, And I I think they're... Though I think Tony puts too much on himself. I've mentioned this on Apron Work and other media. I think he's smart enough to be like, hey, 
let me just listen to the crowd on this one. He's not going to pull events and just like no, force, force someone. Yeah, nah. he'll listen and pivot if he needs to. And that's good too, because FTR, they can play heel, they can play face, and they can be with him as a group. Go for them trio titles against House of Black eventually. Yeah, let's go. I'm so you excited. Know, I, my theory is like, I, I would love for him, if he's goes heel, turn on FTR, like, and then start Ooh. his own stable. Start Ooh. his own stable type of, because you got... You got tons of guys in AEW who aren't doing anything right there. Sure. I'm like, you can give them purpose. And also, like, I if I'm being honest, I'm like, the Jericho Appreciation Society has kind of run its course as a yeah. as a stable. You know, I would I would be happy if like Punk maybe took a couple of those guys and like they all kind of turned on Jericho as well. I'm I love like, if you took Garcia. Oh my God. Yeah. If you took Garcia, that would be so great. Oh yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's a that's a great theory. I would love for that to happen as well. Cause, cause oh my god, the booze. I'm just thinking <laughs> about that heat, man. Oh my god, it'd be so perfect. Yeah. So I'm like, you can make the second biggest heel in the company because I don't think I don't think anyone's touching MG, MG, MJF right now. Yeah, like I don't think anyone's touching him. But like, no. you know, you can make the second biggest heel in the company just immediately with Punk coming back like that. Absolutely. Oh my god, I need that to happen now. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I can talk wrestling with you all day, but like, let's get into the gaming um, yeah. spheres, so, so to speak. You have been, what have you been playing lately, by the way? Yeah, so I have been, uh, most of it's been Final Fantasy since I've been working my way <laughs> for Chaos Bringers. I'm trying to, because like the, the funny thing with like Frank and Harvey, obviously they don't have kids, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, and they do have lives. Don't get me wrong. They like to go out and do stuff, but like my life is like day work kids and then like a few hours to play games mm-hmm. so thank god for these pickle pixel remasters man because they have boost like features where you can like increase xp increase skill mm-hmm. all that stuff and i could just fast Fly forward yeah, yeah I, I want the story which is the most important part of any final fantasy and i can get the mechanics even if they're like going at five times speed um it takes so the grind out of it i love that it does yeah and, and even so like i i would say um i've been playing four most recently like mm-hmm. i played I think that was my father's day yesterday. I just played like 10 hours of Damn. <laughs> so I'm almost done at this point. Yeah, I got I'm on the last uh dungeon. Um, and there's still like a tad bit of grind, just ever so slightly. Cause I just kept like pushing forward instead of mm-hmm. like staying around like one area and just like farming for yeah. EXP. I just kind of pushed forward and yeah, that that's mainly what I've been playing. I also played the Final Fantasy 16 demo and you, what'd you think? Man, I loved it. I loved it so much. And it's so funny because I, I think I've only seen one person in some random Facebook group that was like, this is horrible. Like, it's like Game of Thrones, but not. And it's this and this and this. I and love like, that direction, though. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, and I'm not like, you know, everyone's allowed their own yeah, opinion, opinion and everything yeah. like that. But it, the only thing that I found funny was, like, did this guy not see any of the interviews? The lead up? Yeah. Yeah, because everything he was complaining about was addressed in any interviews with yoshi p anything like that like anything he had a problem with was already addressed i was like i was really shocked but yeah i love the cinematic nature of it the gameplay felt great it felt very dmc mm-hmm. which of course we know why yeah uh, and um that cliffhanger man i got you hyped I, didn't it yeah man i just <laughs> did not want it to stop man i was like oh my god i don't like i want to keep playing and it was so emotionally exhausting too <laughs> like it was so sad at the end. I was like, "Oh my god, I I cannot wait." I think we we all have friends in the community, the mm-hmm. room. I think they interviewed Ben Starr. I want to I want to watch that interview because that his performance two hours in, and I'm like, I can't wait. 
I'm right there with you. Then you know, like uh, Final Fantasy for me is a hit or miss kind of franchise because like mm-hmm. some of the game, the pixel games are kind of like you you know what you're getting out of those. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, like but outside of that, like uh, I wasn't really big into the Backstreet Boys in sync um, Final Fantasy, which was Final Fantasy 14 or 15? 15. 15, 15 right? Because yep, 15, yep. 14 is the MMO. MMO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not an MMO guy either. So I'm like those two Same. didn't kind of speak to me. I like Final Fantasy VII though. So I'm like oh, that's so, that's the type so of good. Final Fantasy I like. And then like this one, I like Middle Earth stuff. I'm itching for like Dragon Age, but with a Devil May Cry kind of spin to it. Like yeah. this seems like it's scratching that itch. Yep. And I'm like, give me more of that, man. I can't believe it's only like three days away too. Like, it's man, insane. that's exciting. I know it's good. What a time. <laughs> what a time to be live because look how stacked this year has been in general like it yeah. seems like back to back to back everyone it's at least like some type of gamer had a big game this year so far if you're a fighting game person yep. you got tons of choices oh horror God, games yeah. are feasting like horror fans are feasting on games like you're an action adventure kind of guy you got something retro games you got something you know and hell if you like wrestling i mean even this month we have AEW fight forever coming out mm-hmm. hopefully it's good uh they wouldn't give me a goddamn review copies or whatever man <laughs> no, not bitter or anything you know um but then wwe was really amazing this year i'm working on that review right now but like that game has been really good like it, it's such a stacked year this might be was it 2008 we all say this is the best year in gaming right i think this is yeah, better than this, 2008 this, i would yeah. say i would say so as well yeah, I'm like, it seems like no matter what genre you go into, there's always there's something of a big game there. Like, and even then, like, there's some dope indies this year that no one's no one's like talked about because like AAA is kind of over, overshadowed this year. But yep. like, there's been some banger indie games that have come out this year. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to ask you, though, like, so you've been playing Final Fantasy uh, both on the the Pixel, um, the Pixel collection and on the, the 16 demo. What else you've been playing this year? Uh, so yeah, I've also played. Uh, I finished finally Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, what you think? Was, I loved it, man. And I don't know how, no one spoiled the ending of who Venom Snake <laughs> was, and I I almost got it spoiled in some random IGN video because I'm like, ah oh, man, I'll beat it one day. But whatever, I'll just watch this retrospective thing. And they were like, and yeah, and the identity of Venom Snake. I'm like I paused. I'm like, wait, there's somebody. And I I forget. I text somebody in my friends group. And I was like, wait, wait, without spoiling. Is Venom Snake not Venom Snake? And they were like, I'm not gonna say anything. I was like, you know what? Stop. I gotta play this game. And so I never fit, I never finished the IGN video. <laughs> now to think about it. Um, I beat it. I absolutely loved it, which is crazy because it's not done. Yeah. It's a it's a game that is completely unfinished. Even watching the um the what would have been chapter what four, three, mm-hmm. um, with the you know. The I don't want to say his name is a spoiler. I was just like, God, it's been forever. Liquid it's been Snake. 15 years. Yeah, Come exactly. <laughs> exactly. With Liquid Snake as a kid stealing this Metal Gear. Uh, even watching like the storyboards and finding out what would that have been, it still feels like not complete. And it's really crazy to think about that, like how quickly and abruptly Konami fumbled the ball with Kojima. You ain't like, they really were just done. Like, we are done, done. I, I still can't believe we never got Silent the Hills. Like, oh, man, it's just so crazy to think about that time period, especially with those games. And I, because I, I really wanted to play Death Stranding. And I was like, I'll do myself a disservice if I don't play his last Metal Gear game. I love mm-hmm. Metal Gear. So I played that this year. And uh, Final Fantasy, I think I finished Avengers as well, Marvel's Avengers, which complete <laughs> opposite of coin, man. That's. Uh, 
I really like good the campaign. Story. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the campaign is the best part. That's one of the best Miss Marvel storylines. That's it's a great way to introduce Terrigen Mist and like the characters were great. I did not like the gameplay at all. No, like, terrible. No, Absolutely God. terrible. I don't know how people like loved it, loved it. I was like, man, I, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> if you, if you like the, the gameplay itself, I cannot get, I'd rather play uh, Guardians. And I, I heard love people hate Guardians. the gameplay. I was like, I love the story and the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I want a sequel to that tomorrow, man. Oh, like, same. If I if they said that we're getting a sequel of that in 2024, I'm like my 2024 is just stacked with games. Yeah. I'm ready for. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, between that and Rebirth, done. Oh yeah, let's go, let's go, man. Between that and um, Wolverine is supposed to be dropping in 2024. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy. Insomniac's an insane studio because if they could get Spider-Man <laughs> two and within like 12 month period Wolverine, that's insane. I know. I, I mean, obviously, there's so many people that work at that studio, but still, that is insane. And crazy, crazy. And just think like like this generation alone, they've already dropped Miles Morales. They've dropped um what was it, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yep. Then they've then they're gonna drop Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. That's enough for a whole like two generations right there. That's insane. And Naughty Dog is like, hey man, uh we, we stalling on this uh multiplayer. Yeah, we don't know what's <laughs> up right now. Like, nah. You guys doing another uh, chart at last of us? And we'll talk about yeah, that another time. <laughs> exactly, man. Like exactly. So well, um, so let's let's segue into your icebreaker questions. Um, we talked about like which where people could find you, but like I really want to talk about you for a second. Okay. Like I want to get wacky and crazy. So if Kirby absorbed you, what kind of powers would he get? Anxiety. What? <laughs> anxiety, straight up anxiety. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he can also absorb the medication <laughs> um, <laughs> that's in my system <laughs> to to help with the anxiety. I manage it okay, but yeah, he probably would be like. <laughs> Probably that and like a like caffeine addiction. Okay. You'd be like, man, I really want an iced coffee. And am I sad? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. But listen, man, you're really happy at the same time. It's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, man. Um, so besides, you know, like caffeine addiction and anxiety, though, mm-hmm. do you feel like you get a smash ability out of you? Oh man, yeah. I have I mean. Re- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a shout out to my personal life way 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 back and i think the last time i got in a fist fight i was in high school and i've been told i have the slowest punch in our high school's history <laughs> um i i i it connected it connected <laughs> i mean how was it that That's slow if that it connected, you know? exactly yeah um so i i would probably be the slowest it'd probably be like something like ganon you know like he like yeah he's up with it and like it's down yeah but the force will take you out of the screen <laughs> okay so it's almost like a falcon punch kind of yeah, scenario as well slow so slow i you know i got so many questions like how is your punch so slow but it's still connected that means either your punch was like super slow and the guy just stood there in disbelief or like yep. his flexes were so slow that he just that's usually everyone's good yeah and another funny thing too to, to add context to it is, so i was a junior and this was a senior uh that was on the wrestling team no. That I hit. <laughs> so there's so he should have caught my arm. Mm-hmm. He should have put me in some move. He should have disarmed me in some way, flipped me over. No. <laughs> he let it happen. I, I would assume he let it happen. And then just did not realize that I was gonna hit as hard as I did. And the funny thing is, like what the second I did it, I was like, eh, I don't want to fight. <laughs> like I literally was immediately out of it. So I just kept pushing it back. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
<laughs> so the fight to... just left you after the punch. Yeah, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, it'd probably be like Falcon Punch mixed with a little Jigglypuff because at the end you'd be like, I'm tired now. I don't want to. I do like this. that. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. So we were talking about like some upcoming games for mm-hmm. later this year and then 2024. What is your most anticipated games like coming up? Ooh. So obviously we have 16 on the horizon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more immediate. Uh, I do. Despite my bitterness, I do really want to play uh, Fight Forever. Uh, I am really intrigued with that. Um. I love that Kenny picked out, you know, the cre- the, the director of like SmackDown versus Raw, like Here Comes the Pain, you No know, Mercy, Mercy mm-hmm. and one of my favorite fighting games ever, Def Jam Vendetta. Um, the fact that that guy worked on all three, like, God, God, off, are awesome. man. God man. And he sought him out, took him basically out of retirement. was like, can you make me a game, please? Mm-hmm. I'll get most of your guys back. And they, you know, reformed Ukes and all that stuff. So I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Not no, not so much on the like mini game front. Like I've seen like, like some ads for that. I did hear something interesting today, and I know that since you're a wrestling fan, you'll you'll get a kick out of this. There's apparently an in-game joke. Um, if you do the exploding barbed wire death match, you can have one or two endings. Oh, you can have one where it explodes like it, it should, w- and one where it fizzles like it did for Moxley. And any kicks to know. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. funny. It's basically the, the match will just fizzle out mm-hmm. at the end. I was like, that level of detail. And the fact that Kenny was like, yeah, put it in. I know this embarrasses me. Put it in. <laughs> I like he can take a joke, though. Yeah, they're, oh, I love yeah, right in the background. Yeah, yeah, I do love that as well. I, I am looking forward to that. I want to see how it feels, how it plays. I'm really interested in that. Because seeing some of it, I know some people are like, oh, it looks crappy. I'm like, listen, man. You weren't there back in the day, man. Like, no. not these games weren't like like simulations like we have now. Like, and don't don't get me wrong, they're, they're fun enough. I've I've been digging WWE 2K23. Um, it truly is like a return to form for them. But like, mm-hmm. I I need this. I need this kind of arcade style that we're getting. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. My, my, um, Spider Man is definitely farther off, but I'm really excited about that. Um. Before you continue, to... like yeah. AEW, like what's oh. the worries there? Because I'm I have a couple, and, and I'm gonna be honest, like primarily the roster, like yeah, kind of concerns me. Yeah, roster concerns me. Um, I did I, I mean I know they communicated very early on, but I still don't like the fact that even in this elongated development cycle that mm-hmm. they've had, FTR is still not on the game proper, that they that are sucks. still relegated D, uh, DLC. Um, and it's not like they haven't been with the company enough. I mean, still. We still have Cody in this game. Cody's mm-hmm. in two different wrestling games this year alone. Um, so I, I I find it weird that they are not in it. Um, other than that, I'm worried that some of the gra- graphical hitches, even though I, I said I don't mind them, mm-hmm. I'm worried that a general audience is not going to get a kick out of them so much and that will hinder them. Um, I do worry about that. Um and I want to get a clear plan of the DLC. I know they mentioned it, like like FTR is kind of been out, and I think Matt Hardy is um, pre-order bonus, I believe. Yeah, that kind of sucks too. Yeah, if I'm being honest, he's been there for two years at this point. Exactly, and that 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 frustrates me as well. Also, some of the mini games don't look great. No, <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, some of them don't really look great. Um, and I know they've regulated um GMO to a, a mobile app, which Come I don't on, think. Man. Just put yeah, the I, same game on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just just use the graphics that you have here. Just put mm-hmm. whatever system in there and have it talk to the the mobile version. Yeah, 
that'd be awesome if you oh, just like cool. uh, during your work day be like oh yeah let me make that trade real quick mm-hmm. and then trade whoever you need to trade or like give this person the finisher and then be like all right and then you get the crappy graphics on your phone yeah you expect but then that. you go home mm-hmm. you could just pop it in like all right yeah that worked out okay mjf is you know tnt champion uh and you know darby allen is aew champion whatever it may be um i i do i do worry about those little things but i think i think we're in for a, a surprising event i i was a lot more hopeful when i saw some of the random things so like the um, i don't know if you saw any ign reports or anything but mjf instead of having like a quick dodge mm-hmm. he backs off gets the down heel. on one knee mm-hmm. yeah and he's like no 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 and then you could trip like trip that into a punch or like a like poke in the eye or whatever i think uh Orange Cassidy has a very different moveset when he puts his hands in his pocket. So cool. Uh, that is so awesome. And then you can either just do the sloth kicks and then do a super kick, like an actual super kick, or mm-hmm. you can just back off. Uh, little touches like that, I think, are going to be really, really awesome. Um, it's not too much that worries me. It's just it's 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 just a weird, interesting time for AW. I think for our last apron work episode, we we talked about like. Collision was on the horizon. We still mm-hmm. had punk controversy at the time. I mean, we're probably going to have punch controversy until he retires. <laughs> For uh, sure. <laughs> so we had that. Uh, we, I think me and my co-host mentioned there's like five pay-per-views that Tony Khan is going to be running from, you know, was it Double or Nothing? Uh, Forbidden Door 2. Mm-hmm. It's like in next week, right? Yeah. Um, ROH think- has one in July. Mm-hmm. And then you have All In and All Out. And they're a week apart. Who decided that? Like, why would you, you do cancel that? all out at that? Yeah. At that point, just cancel all out and make it like a very special Saturday or Sunday event. Yeah. Have it on TNT or broadcast it on Bleacher, but free. Like, do something to to make up for the fact that you guys were going to do all out or just mm-hmm. do all out, but make it for free. Like, because so WWE, you know, if people who don't know, you have yeah. the network that's on Peacock in America, and then you have the network, thank God, for people outside of the US. Um, that's ten dollars a month, or however it may be for Peacock. Like I pay for ads, so that's like five dollars a month, and I get to watch Yellowstone too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that, and then every AEW pay per view is sixty bucks, which back in the day wasn't an issue. No, but if you have five pay per views in the span of three months, that's a lot of money. It that's really one hundred twenty dollars at the end of August, beginning of September alone. Uh, and if you're an AEW hard, a hardcore fan, then you have $120 for the collector's edition of AEW Fight Forever. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, you probably paid for Double or Nothing t- a couple weeks ago. You are probably paying for Forbidden Door. It's so much money to keep putting out. And then not even talk about creative aspects of AEW. So it, they're in an interesting position um, this year specifically and this summer specifically. They could either everything's going to hit and it's going to be, you know, phenomenal or something's going to fall. And I hope it's not the game. Yeah. I hope like, God forbid, I hope all outs hard. <laughs> like if I had to pick, like <laughs> that I one's in, the one. great. Yeah. I hope Forbidden Door is great. You know, I'm trying to come around to ROH, but there's a paywall for that. I'm so. not doing it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That That's too much wrestling at this exactly. point. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. When I don't have to pay for most of it, like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not paying for this. <laughs> I'll watch it when I go to a live event or something. And that's and I know, like, I want to see Eddie. I want to see Claudio. I want to see, you know, Dante Martin. And, oh, God, I mean, you know, he's on injury. But yeah, Darius and AR Fox mm-hmm. and everything, like, in action Andretti. And so, we almost got him on the show. 
so close. oh did y'all yeah almost that- we got this close and my friend was like he's like listen I, i'm thinking about hitting them up um he's like i just i i'm a little busy with work and then it was like two weeks went by and then he showed up on dynamite and he immediately texted me he's like there's no way he's gonna get on our show right now oh. i was like still try it he's like yeah dude there's no way <laughs> i was like you should have hit him up man i know that's what i was yeah. telling him i was like dude you should have tried you never know man yeah it was one sure. dynamite you never know and then of course now he's like ROH yeah. all the time I'm like, Damn it. <laughs> i think he was right um but yeah that's the, that's the only thing that worries me like i don't know if if they had to release the game, so it's it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. But I, I think it, I think this is going to hit. I think it's going to be pretty well received. I think if we get like a Metacritic of eighty, that's amazing. Oh, I think I was like, man, that's astounding for this game. If I'm yeah. being honest, I'm expecting like a six out of ten sort of ballpark. If I'm being honest, yeah, and I think we got to give a little forgiveness as well because like mm-hmm. I, I think when when they launched the company in, in general, there was like a good year, two years of that, where even me and my like my co-hes were like listen growing pains now now we're like year five or whatever we're like why are you doing this why are you so stupid yeah. tony like delegate work mm-hmm. <laughs> also don't let cm punk just yell at people <laughs> while you're sitting <laughs> next no to you right there <laughs> stop him <laughs> cut off Tap the him mic. on the shoulder be like no <laughs> just bro. The mic. just unplug yeah. the mic. Hey, we, we talk about this later like anything god but so this if this is like a six out of ten seven out of ten i think that's good for this mm-hmm. game and I think we have to be a little forgiving and then hope that Fight Forever 2 is that 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 that they can hit and it'll be a little more polished. They have even more time to work on it and built upon it. Also, I kind of want games games like this to just be a live service. What? You're a live service fan? For this specifically. And not necessarily like 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 tiers, but like I've always been the component like proponent like with Madden and anything like that. Mm-hmm. make it just a platform and you build upon it every year. I like you that. get like a mm-hmm. DLC where you get new stats, you know, like, oh, okay, you know, Brady's retired. Maybe we can legacy move him over to like a legend status in Madden and stuff like that. Maybe you could do that. I guess, I don't know how that would work with contracts necessarily. Like Cody's in this game. Cody's definitely not going to be in fight forever too. No. Um, you know, seeing pucks on this game, who knows what happens this next year? <laughs> <laughs> you know, who knows he's gonna fight forever too, mm-hmm. uh, or with the company. Um, anything could change. So that's that's another thing that kind of worries me with I would say AEW. Because as much as I want these games like 2K23, even whether it be NBA, because I know my friends like love love NBA, but I love you know WWE specifically. Yeah. I would love it to be some kind of live service where you can just build upon what you have as a base, like work on the base that is so perfectly round out and then be like, all right, let's, let's update stats. Let's, you can get DLC. Like I know they'll monetize the hell out of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want that part of it, (laughs) but I want the not having to pay like 70 plus dollars a year. Cause when I, you know, I think you're like on the money. I don't think there's a perfect solution because I feel like regardless, I feel like if they did like a, the update it would be a yearly update which would basically be like a 60 dollar they'd probably charge 30 to 60 dollars for would, that wouldn't they? yeah because yeah. in my head i would be like uh make it 20 make it 20, 20 bucks yeah, yeah right just a 20 dollar hey we updated here's a new you know if you don't want to make your own costumes and, and create mm-hmm. a character or whatever here's some new outfits for you know adam cole we've added you know i know Owen hearts in this game but maybe Brett doesn't have a legacy contract with WWE. So we added Brett this year. Yeah. You know, you can, he's in that $20, $20 DLC. Like, that'd be cool. You could have, like, the Heart Foundation and AEW. Things like that would be really cool. But I don't think there's a right way <laughs> to, no, to do. 
now because it's tricky because like i think you would be on to something with the 20 dollar mark but mm-hmm. at that same point too it's just like i don't want and the crazy thing is it's like i don't want necessarily there to be like four different versions of a character running around like yeah if i'm thinking like okay let's say there's darby turns heel and turns on steam you know like i don't want there to be like a sting darby of like a aw 1.0 darby where he first came in and mm-hmm. then like a heel version of darby you know because then if you're running like if they do have like a universe mode or a gm mode in the future i'm like what does that look like you know that's also that's a crazy. good point yeah that's a good yeah. point but that that's all i would that's like i can think of for like a wrestling game we do need more modes in this game by the way like yeah. i'm like I do man agree. Like, I do we, agree. When I first heard about mini games, I'm like, oh, it's like Smash has mini games. Yeah. That's cool. And I think that's probably where Kenny got the idea. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like Street Fighter as well. And he's a big Street Fighter fan. So I know that I know that that's probably something in his brain that he's like, oh, we could probably add something like this. But like, I don't know. Some of them don't look great. <laughs> I don't know? think anyone's gonna touch a mini game if I'm being no, honest. No, no. I probably messed around with the the Penta one because mm-hmm. I don't know. Something about that looks hilarious. Just him doing the set on Mario. <laughs> like that looks hilarious as like a rhythm game. But mm-hmm. other than that, man, I can't imagine any of that stuff. But I'm interested to see like their unique like match types. Yeah, and, like the Casino Battle Royale. I would love to try like see what that looks like in game mode. Again, the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. Finding out today that. There's a there's a joke in the game mm-hmm. like that will it will give you one of two endings like that's amazing that's pretty good yeah uh, hopefully we get some really cool ones but uh, like yeah. as of right now I think there's only like ten at ma- like ten match types total like so yeah pretty shallow lot. yeah um but you know I'm hoping for the best there like I hope we get a lot more maybe that's something they can add in a DLC pack and such like that yeah. you know like. True. I would love to see the trios titles added to this game oh God, down the road yeah, as well. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Introducing with House of Black too as a like DLC content. That would be great. Crazy that they're not in this game already. That's another way. one. Again, they've been around for enough time. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. You scanned them for the action figures. I know that. So you had to scan them for that. I know you have to. <laughs> for sure. Just do the same work over. Like just scan for action figures, put them in the game. That's all you got to do. Man. Also, come on, man. Look, like even the footage you have behind you, Adam Cole's not as ripped as he used to be in nxt no that's not what he looks like in the game you just get a general body type and just mm-hmm. expand for brody <laughs> you know in one way and then like expand muscle wise for buddy because he's mm-hmm. built like a brick you know <laughs> yeah and put put his face on it let's that's call it, it a that's day. it it's like come on man that's it all we just want is like perfect ring attire and his face to be on it. That's yep. all we want. We Honestly, his body, for, especially for this game. Yeah, because yeah. it's cartoony as shit anyway. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's all we want. So you um you mentioned that you were playing like um you were looking forward to this game. What else are you looking forward to? Oh man, Mortal Kombat One. Mortal oh. Kombat One is I've been so I'll age myself. I I was born in eighty seven, mm-hmm. so I remember the days of arcade cabinets. Um. And I remember the fervor with Mortal Kombat. I was young. Don't get me wrong. I was really young. And I remember, I think I walked in. I was at my godmother's house. And I walked in on my on her kids playing Mortal Kombat. They were older than me. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I think I saw Zip-Zero's Fatality. And they immediately were like, oh, you're not supposed to see that. You're so young. And they, were like, <laughs> they thought they were going to get in trouble. And my mom was like, whatever, man. I don't care. Um and then I remember being obsessed with it the second I saw it. And I just had to have it. I had a Genesis. So I've owned like every version of Mortal Kombat 
since uh i think the only one i never owned which is funny enough is deception no no not deception no i love that one um armageddon the okay. uh, the, the last one before the reboot the last reboot at least so that's uh, nine right or is that 10 that would be eight eight That'd thank you eight. yeah okay. eight's the one I, I never owned um but yeah i've been such a hardcore fan i one of my favorite gaming days you know every kid has them um my mom took me out of school to pick up ultimate mortal kombat 3 for the genesis uh, and I didn't know. I just like she called me. I'm like, I, I thought something was wrong. I'm like, did someone die? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> why? Why are you here to pick me up? And she's like, Yeah, just just get in the car. Just get in the car. <laughs> you gave me that, you know, that ethnic mom. Mm-hmm. Like, just get in the goddamn car. I was like, All right, yeah, like, damn. <laughs> I don't know why you're so angry with me taking me out of school. <laughs> and she's like, Listen, we're going to Toys R Us. And I was like, Wait, what? Why? Whoa, whoa. And I'm like, What? Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, I'm getting you that Mortal Kombat game. Tears, like little kid oh, tears. Man. I'm so excited. <laughs> And I played that thing. I think it was a Friday, too. So I played that thing all weekend, man. I was obsessed. And yeah, my, my love of Mortal Kombat has just grown with the series. Um, I, I even, Well, other than that one movie, uh, Annihilation. <laughs> I like the movies a lot and all like the TV series. I've watched the cartoons when I was younger. I, I used to have so many action figures of them. Uh, I'm just obsessed. And then ever since nine, man, it's like, Netherrealm has just found that secret sauce with the story, and they have the best story in any fighting game. And so, uh, so are you yeah. liking the direction now, where like um, Luke Kane is the fire god, and they're restarting everything, basically? Yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked kind of where it left off. Um, in eleven, I, I thought that was a really interesting way to end the game. Um, especially with like a lot of stuff that was set up in like nine and ten, with Luke Kane and, and Raiden like constantly messing up. So it was nice to see like kind of breath of fresh air and you know even the DLC after what was aftermath I think it was called aftermath yeah yeah uh, I thought that was a cool end cap for that story and I was like man I wonder how this is gonna be so I, it wasn't too too surprising when we were like wait it's gonna be Mortal Kombat one I was like yeah I, it, it has to be like with that ending I am obsessed with the art style in this like I think it even looks even prettier than I could even imagine I have like the PS5 version of Eleven. I thought that was a pretty good looking game. And even now, so uh, I'm excited about the combo fighters that they're introducing mm-hmm. in this. I'm not excited to play online because I'm never good at those. So. I'm not either. I get yeah. whooped every time. Uh-huh. Arcade mode and story mode is my bread and butter. Uh, I can't wait to see that how the story progresses, though. I, I have some theories, uh, especially when it comes to the cameo fighters, because they typically like stuff that you get in the game or like mechanics in the game do have some kind of story component to it. Mm-hmm. So I think these cameo fighters are going to have an explanation when it comes to story mode, because they're in story mode. They're such a key component to the game. You can't play, you know, fights as like, like, like we're seeing Melina and Katana. Like you can't have mm-hmm. like, let's say Melina fight Scorpion in the story mode without you having to pick a cameo fighter. So I don't know if they will assign you a cameo fighter or things like that, but I think we'll have some story component with like maybe, Luke Kang being like, I could pull somebody from the timeline. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it probably um probably does have a story component because like I don't you know you're pro- you're a bigger Mortal Kombat fan than I am, but like if I'm looking at DC's Injustice and such like that, it's so rich in his story and such like that. That game mm. seems like it's easy to just to pull like oh these two characters are walking by like walking together up Superman comes down from the sky like oh we got to actually fight Superman. This is my combo character. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I feel like Mortal like Kombat's going to be like very similar to that. You know, as a person who's not like super ingrained in the Mortal Kombat universe, I got to ask you, like, mm-hmm. you and you would probably know this because you're also a DC person, especially Nightwing. But like, 
is this like flashpoint for mortal kombat basically like in, in like a mortal kombat way yeah in a way so this is more of a clear-cut reboot um okay. so with with mortal kombat 9 it was technically our first like look at a reboot right so okay. at the end of um at the end of armageddon pardon me, that's the one i, I, I did miss um everything's bad and it more come at nine begins with the ending of armageddon so you have mm-hmm. raiden fighting shao khan and shao khan's literally about to take over the universe and raiden basically last ditch effort he has like an amulet he's like let me just talk to my old self real quick and send him like a message and then it shoots to mortal Kombat nine and even that message has like reverberates like through time like johnny cage looks different he's got a tattoo where he never mm-hmm. had one in mortal Kombat one things like that and some story elements play out differently so it is kind of like Flashpoint, where yeah. Flash runs back into the time and the Flash's ripple effect changes the whole exactly. Timeline. So that uh-huh. that was nine, ten, and eleven, and they had a pretty big ripple effect to the point where, like, mm-hmm. in eleven, we have Kronika, the like the elder elder god who like takes time. He's like, you guys keep messing with time. You guys, <laughs> you guys keep messing with everything. You killed my son. I'm pissed. <laughs> like, I'm gonna beat the hell out of y'all. <laughs> and that kind of then forces like what we have now where luke king got like you know spoilers for 11 of oh. course you beat the bad guy <laughs> luke king beats the bad guy after becoming fire god luke king and has control over time and has a chance to reshape history in a new way kind of fix some wrongs that we've seen so now with this is the original trailer we're showing and now we knew from summer games fest mm-hmm. uh melina seems like she's some kind of like king or queen i'm not sure what her status is if she's still a clone because she's a clone of katana but katana is like her handmaiden uh raiden's just a human um kung lao is just a human still which is that's fine as well sub-zero and scorpion are brothers where they never been brothers that's crazy Um, man yeah i can't wait to see how that plays out because they also they're from rival ninja factions that mm-hmm. hate each other before but now they're brothers like how does that play out are they still from rival factions they seem to be working together with luke kang and some of the story content that we've seen i'm so interested to see how a lot of this plays out but i feel like for it, it's funny because i feel I, I mentioned this i think in my breakdown of the trailer mm-hmm. we're gonna get something where like stuff is going bad 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 and luke king's just going to be frustrated because he's like i just wanted to give everyone a chance like to be <laughs> happy like i think that's where a lot of his frustration is going to come from to a certain degree and maybe like anger because like look like of course he's seen sub-zero and scorpion fight each other forever and he's like mm-hmm. no you guys like are friends you guys should be brothers and oh wait i can do that i can make you guys brothers now <laughs> you guys are biological brothers <laughs> Oh, you know what? This this sucked for you. I, I it probably works out better this way. Let me help you here. And like, I'm sure all his, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. So I'm yeah. sure a lot of that, that's going to be a lot of focus of probably Mortal Kombat 1. But yeah, this seems like Mortal Kombat 1, or at least the end of 11, seems like what you mentioned with Flashpoint, like him going back to be like, nah, she's got to die, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And we try to fix it. And then some a lot of stuff still changes, but, you know, he fixes his wrong. So that's how I feel this is going to be. Man, this is interesting. Like, you know, like, I, you know, as as a person who just loosely plays Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, I've never gotten too ingrained in the story. But when you relate it to DC stuff, you got me hooked. You got yeah. me hooked. I'm like, I want to see a movie of this now. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be so dope. The the live action one was all right. The yeah, most it was good. One. It was decent. It was, it was, uh-huh. Yeah, it was decent enough. Uh, I'm excited for part two. I still think the Miz should have been Johnny Cage. Oh, that'd been I dope. Will, I will die on that hill. I'm not upset with Carl Urban mm-hmm. being cast. 
he's a great actor and i love him the boys and everything else i was I've about to say that's my show right but he it's shit the miz is literally johnny cage he really is <laughs> come on man <laughs> he really is man yeah carl urban was really good but yeah i'm 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 with you i would love to yeah. see what the miz could do with the role give the man a chance yeah, exactly. Just teach him some martial arts. He probably even knows some. We don't even know what his like training <laughs> regimen is for WWE. You never know. Nah, he just hit him with school crusher finale. Yeah. The Rock does it. Everyone does it in their mm-hmm. movies. They have to. I mean, John Cena, I think, just hits an attitude adjustment in Fast 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you gotta we got to get a cameo in there somehow. Mm-hmm. We got to. So you you talked about some of the other games you, you're interested in. Um, mm-hmm. How big are you into like Starfield? So I wasn't. That's a funny thing. Oh, I wow. really wasn't until this past showcase. I'm the same. I was. I, I, I was like, I was like, I kind of understand. I'm like, thank God for Game Pass. I probably mm-hmm. check it out. And like Redfall, like I wanted to check out Redfall until I saw the reviews. I'm like, well, <laughs> is that bad? No, I'm good. Uh, like kind of okay. I was like, I'll try it out for an hour. That's the beauty of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Best deal in gaming. No, we're not sponsored. Obviously, but it's just no, no, for sure. Just telling the truth. But it, yeah, just <laughs> telling the truth. It really is. Um, and then I watched the the initial trailer, obviously that they had in the showcase, like the story was. I'm like, damn, this looks even better than I it looked last time. And now watching that whole 45 minute direct afterward, and I was like, so cool. Oh my god, this I need to play this game. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I need to play this game. And then at first I was like, oh, 44k, 30 frames per second. Not that I'm like that much of a hog. I'm like. Why is it not 60 frames? And then I saw how many sandwiches are on that table. I was like, that's probably too much for Bethesda in general. That's probably the least buggy way they could get this done. I I'm all in, especially for someone who was very all in and played a decent amount of No Man's Sky when it okay. first released. And then I was like quickly like, ah, like that plan is really far away. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to mind. Is there anybody I could fight? This is like brings all that in. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of as well. Um, I was a little thrown off from Bethesda games from and just that in, in general because I wasn't a big fan of Fallout 4. I oh, tried I'm same I, here. Yeah, I love three so much. And I played all the DLC. And then when it came to four, I was doing pretty good in the beginning. And then it came to the base building and like literally halted. I was like hoping that I can like like with baseball and just do something like an approximation of some say mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, it's good enough. All right. You can keep going around the world and do whatever. I was like, Oh, nice. No, you can't in fallout for you. It has to be like almost perfect to get like mm-hmm. a house and stuff and, and it won't count. And I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I always like want to go back. And then I, I think my boss loves fallout and I pulled him aside. I was like, you, you just, he's just like, I've been like 200 hours of fallout four. I was like, how you're always here. I don't understand. <laughs> um, and then I was like, what is there like base building still big thing? Like after that level, he's like, oh yeah. I was like, Mm-mm, nope. Now nah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I can't, man. I can't dedicate that much time to something. Like I wish it was like, hey, here's the introduce. Just do what you want with it. Randomize <laughs> like, it, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. You have the materials. We'll make it look as good as possible. Like that's mm-hmm. perfect. But seeing Starfield, it just looks awe-inspiring. Like it really... Mm-hmm is that hype that they've been talking about like this is the biggest game i think they've really have done like it's their second what second ip they've ever like created themselves right after yeah. elder scrolls and uh, it looks like they've learned from everything whether it be good or bad from fallout fallout 4 elder 76 elder and such yeah, 76 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and that was what also sold me was that gunplay 
Yeah, it looked, like, it looked closer to Wolfenstein to me. Yeah, that's mm. that's what it, it felt like. Because like when your character boosted up and then boosted forward and then started shooting up, and I was like, "Wow, this looks really fluid." I'm really shocked how good this looks. I and I came away with it, and I was like, "Damn, do I really want to get Starfield?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I don't. I have an Apple Watch. Do I want that watch though?" <laughs> Oh, like, it, it really got you. It looks, it looks so good. And I was like, no, I don't have the money for that. And I have Game Pass for a reason. This is why I have Game Pass. I can play mm-hmm. these games day one. I was like, but damn, that looks good, man. I can't, I'm actually really, really hyped for it now. The only thing that worries me is, is that September time because, you know, it's again, congested. I have Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, I mean, they're two separate games. So hopefully I'm in a in a space where I can just be like, oh, you know, I'm done you know story mode in mortal Kombat. i don't feel like getting like any random things let me uh let me put like four hours into into this let me do like a couple missions here or there for starfield and it's, it's so open-ended that i don't think that it's gonna be like i feel bad whoever has to review it yeah that, you know it's one of the things that, a month in advance man uh-huh, it's one <laughs> of those things that i'm like glad i'm like i'm not in the space yet to be like hey man here mm-hmm. you go you're big enough you need to review this I'm like mm, i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> there would be a lot of review in progress for that game oh yeah <laughs> be like bet. 16 videos of like where are you at now like well i got to play two hours last night because no one was screaming <laughs> in my house uh <laughs> i ate four sandwiches and <laughs> that was pretty much that planet <laughs> i'm loving it though <laughs> i feel like every episode would end like i'm loving it yeah it, it would have to be like the the log of you basically what you did that day basically <laughs> yeah, it would be my star log yeah, yeah. it'd be like a starship <laughs> captain at that mm-hmm. point actually that's really good content oh <laughs> man I, I like that i was about to say hey. i was like holy shit hold on i'm really starting to think about this yeah uh, but yeah, I, I envy anyone who has to review that. I, I know there's some people reviewing uh, Final Fantasy 16 now. And I know people have, you could tell some people have beaten them. Like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like, I, I can't imagine that looks like a 300 hour game if you want to do whatever. I imagine like, I don't, and I have no indication whatsoever, but I imagine like the main campaign is like probably like 40 hours. And then like yeah. everything else is just like, so it's probably like media and extra content. Yep, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. That's typically like that's how Fallout felt too. Yeah, and not to mention we'll probably get DLC for this game, mm-hmm. like a year from now, two years from now. That'd be like pretty expansive and stuff like that. I mean, hell, they're still doing DLC for seventy six. Who wants so, to go to Atlantic City? Yeah, I don't want to in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Much less in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> I only do it because like my mother in law wants to go. I'm like, all right, fine, let's go. Yeah, let's go to the <laughs> casino, basically. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned like the Starfield's release date time. I think that's uh, that's a real appropriate concern because like around that time, if I'm looking at this release date calendar, Mortal Kombat, um, September 19th. Starfield is September 6th. Then right afterwards, you have Liza P, um, which is September 19th. Mortal Kombat, September 19th. You have Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, like the expansion to, to Cyberpunk at Ooh, September 26th. Wow. Yeah, and that's. Wow. Those are some of the big, big ones. Um, right before then, um, like Baldur's Gate is August 31st. Oh my um, god. Yeah, like Baldur's Gate 3. Um, what is the other one? Um, let's see. Well, Madden, if you're a Madden fan, that comes out um August 18th. If um Sea of Stars looks like a good indie, but that's August 29th. Um, yeah, like it's kind of stacked around that time frame. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. And then Again, thank uh, so many of those games though. It's crazy that Game Pass because yeah, Sea of Stars, 
you know, day one game pass. Yeah. yeah, day one game pass, and we got obviously Starfield, and then uh, Liza P. I believe mm-hmm. that's day one game pass. Yeah, you're a Soulsborne person. Man, I tried that is gonna be easy. Uh, what'd you think? I liked it. Uh, so I am I'm not a Soulsborne person, not in the Same. sense that I don't like them. It's just I am really bad at them. There's like Same. there's a couple of genres I'm just really bad at. Like I'm really bad at um Soulsborne games. I'm really bad at tactics games, which is oh, I love the good tactics game, man. I am I started Midnight mm-hmm. Suns, and that's the most fun I've ever had with the tactics game. Mm-hmm. Uh I still gotta get around to it. Sorry, 2K. Uh they <laughs> definitely sent me a code and I was like, I'll get to it. And I'm like, mm, life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta start streaming that again. Uh, yeah. but I I what I, I was playing, I was really digging it. And I'm hoping that that game kind of unlocks the tactics brain for me because I know Harf wants to do Final Fantasy tactics. I'm like, mm, I, I had a hard time when I was a kid. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> you know, the um, crazy thing is, is like I've I had Harv on the show recently and he um we did an episode about like what which Soulsborne games are like perfect for beginners and such like that. That some bitch talked me into playing a Soulsborne game again because I'm like you. Oh, I, that's not my genre. Like, yeah. He got me into, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to give Elden Ring another shot. And so this weekend, I boosted up Elden Ring and, and tried tried it out and such like that. Now, am I in love? No, but I am determined <laughs> now to where, like, I, I don't like to admit defeating things. And so, like, when somebody whoops my ass in a game, I'm almost determined to get my lick back, yeah, so to speak. And that's yeah. literally the loop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The loop. Exactly. He got I, me. He got I me, felt man. like I played... I don't know how much time I played into that Liza P demo. And I, mm-hmm. it's so funny because I, I see the beauty that everyone talks about in these games. That's why I can never say like they're bad games. They're not. Nah. They are amazing games. It's just, I am not good at these video games. And I think that is, I don't even have frustration because I was like, there's this like train looking boss at the end that ends the demo. Mm-hmm. I think what my ass like 30 times, I think I spent like a good hour of my morning like last Saturday <laughs> like just trying and I'm like okay I'm gonna stop not because I'm frustrated because I know for a fact I am not good at mm-hmm. this but this is a really this is gonna be a really good game for people who like this genre <laughs> so and then it's game pass so I know you talked about tactics games not really being your jam or is how do you feel about like turn-based games like turn-based love. RPGs like oh, JRPGs love. okay love them so much um what was it Memoria right or mm-hmm. Is it Memoria? The Atlas game that got announced during the Xbox conference. What was that one? Re, one? What was it? Rememoria or Rememoriam or something? Something like that. It's like yeah. whatever's next from the, the Persona 5 studio. That mm-hmm. looks insane. That looks absolutely insane. I was really impressed by that demo. And again, day one game pass. Like, yeah. I don't know. They, what magic Phil went to Japan and looked at Sega and was like, listen, we could buy you or you could help us. What do you want? Refantaza. Refantaza. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that game looks amazing. It looks so beautiful. And I feel like that's going to be a hit. I love it. And that's why I'm really digging more recently um, these pixel remasters of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, this is cool. Just I, I, I kind of miss this style of games. Um, I'm big. I'm big into Persona 3, which actually is funny enough that that got announced as well during the Xbox conference. I'm looking forward to that. The remake. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is I put a lot of time into the Vita version. So was that Fez? Yeah, and that content's not going to be on. Here. That sucks, man. That I don't sucks. understand just how you remake the what? game. Yeah, it's like why? <laughs> why would you do this, Atlas? Why would you not just remake the game with all the DLC that you already currently had and just put it in the game? I understand, like. 
they had i think they hired new like voice actors and everything like that for this role because some of them got in trouble yes. like in real life but or yeah are, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are problematic in real life but like just go ahead and just do the whole thing i mean it was yeah. probably gonna be, what an extra 10 hours of content you had to make exactly and you just get like another choice for a main character and everything I was like mm-hmm. why would you because like then that worries me if you ever i haven't put any real time into it but i liked what i like i think maybe two hours and then i got sidetracked with something else yeah uh, but persona 4 like if you ever remake that are you, is it going to be the golden version that everyone loves or is it going to be the ps2 based version yeah exactly yeah. You can't do that. And then, God, I mean, we're probably never going to get a Persona 5 remake, which is good because that's more modern. And we that, don't need one. <laughs> we don't. And thank God for Royal being on everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, that worries me for a Persona 4. Like, I hope that's golden, not, you know, the base game. Mm-hmm. There's little quality of life improvements, I mean, and whatever extra ending or whatever it is, like, really changed the game, especially yeah. for that series. Like, I, I, I was shocked when it got announced i thought i just assumed it was the feds version or the portable yeah. you know and i was like oh cool that's awesome i can't wait and it was like not nah, basically was like what why <laughs> yeah exactly why did like, you do all this it's like you it's like you started the, the class project but you only did it halfway basically mm-hmm. and you were like forget it. i'm turning it in at this point yeah and it always felt like that thanos thing like what did you get it was like well i got persona on game pass was like what what did it cost well it cost me everything unfortunately that sucks man that sucks i you know it does feel like a half measure and it's like especially if like you know if um atlas is now partnering with xbox for a lot of different things i'm like xbox just give them a little extra money to tie this tie this over into the dlc part you got it yeah exactly come on phil you got it exactly it's like it's like um atlas um it's like atlas went out to dinner with microsoft and they're like hey you got the chick on this one right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly listen if, if the u.s government blocks this activision deal they have so much money now so just yeah. get man at that Go point buy, just buy sega <laughs> exactly yeah. hey you i can't buy this company i'm buying this one then <laughs> i'm like low-key they're doing a lot more anyways of a just <laughs> like of activision just doing call of duty basically so <laughs> yeah yeah, we might get a Spyro if you guys buy them. Yeah, exactly. we might get a Tony Hawk if you guys buy them. But that's exactly. if you guys buy them. Listen, Sega over here doing Yakuza's and everything else. Might as well. You might yeah, as well just right. buy them. You know, low key, I feel like PlayStation is just like it, it. It was in talks to just buy another big, a big company, but it was mm-hmm. so salty that Activision's being bought. It was just like we can't do it right now. We have to wait until this whole thing blows over, and then we'll buy somebody. Yeah, just to spite them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Makes me wonder if they, it was Embracer, right? Because oh, Embracer had that, mm-hmm. that deal that they can't, I don't even think they can talk about, but they said it was some major deal that's going to fundamentally change the company. Yeah. And it literally fell through like the one night, like, hey, we got to lay off people. Like the next morning, I was like, holy shit. That's <laughs> great. We got to lay off people. Yeah. Man, stop buying companies. Exactly. That's exactly. the issue here. You know, if if you're like so hard to get like bought out and such like that, go to Netflix or go to like Amazon Luna or something or Amazon. Yeah. And because I'm like, they're trying to get into the game department pretty heavy. So I'm like, go to them, man. Like, you don't just have to go to Sony or Microsoft if yeah, exactly. you want to get bought. Listen, Rings of Power is already on Amazon. Just exactly. sell them the rest of Token. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Look, oh, great. Now we have Dark Horse comics and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So. You know, I, I got to ask you a question. Um, So we've been talking about games you've been looking forward to and such like that. Um, What have you had any gaming disappointments this year? 
Ah, I mean, other than Avengers, <laughs> no, but that that wasn't necessary this year. I just happened yeah. to play it this year. Um, let me look. I'm gonna open my GG app. Real yeah, quick, go ahead. I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like there was some that I was like, "Oh man, this is not as good as I thought it was gonna be." Uh, bu- 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 wow, everything I've been playing is Final Face. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What are you playing right now?" Oh, yeah. All right, let's see my list. So. I wonder what uh, it kind of makes me wonder what um what like retro game you're gonna tackle next because after after like all the Final Fantasy collections are over, are you gonna do yeah. Golden Sun after that? Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I I made the joke of Tales. Oh, because I was thinking some like crazy long series. I'm like, we yeah, do Tales. You'll never and, finish that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean even just having possibly 16 games in final fantasy proper mm-hmm. is a lot not yeah. to mention that we're probably going to tackle 10 to you're going to skip some two. of those right like dirge uh, we'll probably sneak it in in the talk if we could sail the high seas okay. of the internet and find a way to play it okay um because i don't think anybody us any one of us own it on psc we all been interested in it though we were all talking about it in our in our episode zero we're like i don't mm-hmm. know uh, I'm looking at my list. The only thing I can think of as a huge disappointment is how bad Final Fantasy 2 is. <laughs> that was the one you didn't like? Yeah, that was the one I was like, man, I liked it back in the day on GBA. And I was like, why? And I was playing it for the show. And I was like, why did I not like this? Why did I? Mm-hmm. This game is not great. <laughs> but other than that, man, I I, I think it, it was more, I guess, story-wise, right? Like, I, we're, yeah. you have the Xbox um, showcase behind you. And this is a really good showcase and it makes me really excited for where Xbox is going. But this year has been really rough just rooting for them. Like I'm not necessarily like an Xbox or PlayStation fan or, mm-hmm. or, or PC master race or whatever. Um, I love all the systems equally and I have something that can play everything. Yeah, one for way sure. Shape before. And I, I just rooting for Xbox because I want to see them not necessarily win, but be competitive. And I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Ever since like, Halo, man, is such a disappointment. I I can't believe in my mind that I haven't played and beaten that campaign. Oh, you didn't beat it? No, and I, I want to. I do. And it's just like I never felt the painstaking urge. Like I never felt like the pull as opposed to like being at like a midnight release for Halo 3. You know, uh, I have clear mm-hmm. memories of those days. And or you know, even Halo 4, I love I loved. Um, but for infinite, I just, there's that pool is not there. Like, I know I want to play it and I know I need to play it. I want to beat it, but I put maybe two hours in and, and I just found some other game I needed to play. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty telling that like, that's, and I don't want Halo to go away. Maybe it could go away for like a little bit, or I want to see what certain affinity is doing. This mm-hmm. is the rumored Halo game they're working on. Um, shout out Corey Gunny. Um, yeah, for sure. I definitely texted him. He, he he was like, I will not respond to this. What? <laughs> He's like, I'll talk to you about anything else. I'm like, damn it, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I said off the record. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not a journalist. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. No, no. no. Uh, he was very quiet during that text, though. I was I like, all right, it. cool. So AEW, he's like, yeah, we can talk about that. I was like, yeah. We... Um, but yeah, I, I'm really disappointed in, in just their trajectory. Like, I'm crazy that it, it's also crazy that Redfall didn't hit. Um, I really want to see them get a win, <laughs> some way, shape, or form. I besides feel like they, Forza, you know, yeah. Besides Forza, and I, I'm, you know, I, I mentioned even uh, during our our Fable episode with me and my wife. Uh, it, it's so funny for I'm very optimistic coming mm-hmm. off of that 
trailer reveal and us watching the reaction and all and she's still very hesitant and she's not even like a person who is like leaving living breathing gaming like me yeah she loves little nerdy stuff and loves games but she has certain franchises she sticks to and those are it like right now if i take my headphones off i could probably hear her fighting somebody in the deep right now <laughs> and um in tears of the kingdom mm-hmm. and she's like put like i don't know 90 hours i think we looked today damn in that game so far with us being full-time parents you mm-hmm. know that's crazy and for her to love fable as much as she did and during that but she was like she's like worried about the mechanics and stuff i'm like wow i didn't expect that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. i thought you'd just be worried that it wasn't going to be good in general she's like no it needs to play like fable and i was like no you're right it does i i'm i'm very optimistic that the future of xbox is going to be good i think it was also good for phil to go on like xcast oh that was good and rough at the same time though yeah it was very needed very transparent very needed um even i don't necessarily need them to purchase activision blizzard Mm -hmm. um i just want that to be done (laughs) i don't want that tired of hearing about it yeah i'm really done (laughs) uh i'm exhausted and i don't even work for xbox (laughs) or activision or blizzard uh i just want that to be done um i see benefits on on both sides you know the consolidation of big companies is scary um but then at the same time uh activision blizzard have the literal devil as their boss so Mm -hmm. you know phil seems like a nice guy (laughs) yeah i just Uh, want them to get it together man (laughs) yeah exactly and I, i would like to see those companies do other stuff like see Beanox and raven have an opportunity that I think they would under the Xbox umbrella to do other stuff, uh, you know, other than just be a Call of Duty support team. Like, Beanox worked on those those Spider-Man games that were pretty decent. And, yeah. you know, Raven had, uh, it was a first-person shooter they did that was really good. Um, Was it Raven? Yeah, I believe it was Raven. Um, In the 360 days. It was like an they IP. A, like, they did a first-person shooter? I think I think they did. I think Raven Software did, and I think it was like a, it was like a brand new IP that they I don't think ever revisited. Mm-hmm. Or it, I think it had something to do with time travel. I don't know why. Like you can manipulate time in the area and stuff like that. Um, Let me marinate on it. Keep going. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I would love to see stuff like that, and and I mean that that's a big win. Also, I kind of like I do love that every you know corporate or not corporation but every government's like hey microsoft you're gonna do this you gotta like be fair with everything else mm-hmm. it's kind of pushing them to be like all right we'll work with nvidia geforce uh we'll work with this company we'll, we'll do this we'll put game pass on here we'll do game pass on here and it's like it's making gaming they're forcing gaming i guess to be more open than it ever has been i think microsoft would want it to be in a certain degree but i'm sure the world's government's telling them like hey man you ain't being fair it's like fine i'll do it here too i guess we'll you can have this for free or you can do this here. Who cares? <laughs> like, I, you know, I think it's just yeah, the Call of Duty name outside of that. I'm like, you know, because here's what I would want for this Call of Duty Activision deal. I want, uh, you know, because I want this deal to go through just so we can be tired of like talking about it and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then I would love for a lot of these different studios to get freed up off of Call of Duty. I'm like, all you need is two Call of Duty games. You don't need like, yeah. that's it. You know, like someone to work on Warzone. And... Yeah. And then whatever the yearly installment's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's be on Game Pass. It. And I love, I love the single player campaign. Oh, for yeah. the most part. That's and all I, I play. Yeah. And I, I, you know, when it comes that fall time, I don't want I I have seventy dollars. What do I you know? What do I buy? Do I buy mm-hmm. this in October? Or do I buy Spider Man? So I'm gonna buy Spider Man, but I don't get to play the single player 
Call of Duty campaign that everyone's like loving. I, I miss out on that. So I would love that selfishly on Game Pass, but I would love to see like Toys for Bob do a Ratchet, crash bandicoot. Or crash yeah. bandicoot or yeah. or Toys for Bob do um uh Banjo and Kazooie. Oh, that'd be you dope. know, like that'd, that'd be, be really kind of crazy. Or or you know, um a bigger battle toads, even though the last one was pretty decent, mm-hmm. like maybe a bigger 3D battle toads game from them. Uh, again, like oh, you know, Marvel is now a studio that picks and chooses their developers well Beanox is open again can we do another spider-man game with them or can we do something else in the vein of that or deadpool you know anything like that again i i singularity by the way is that the game singularity yes Mm -hmm. that is it yeah i would love to see maybe a singularity too you know you never know what that um that that's the thing that excites me about the deal that if that went through so i don't know how many companies would be like free them up mm-hmm. where I like, let's say if Sony bought them, they would most likely like, at least with, with Bungie, they'd let Bungie do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. And Bungie wants to do destiny and that's fine. And then now they do a marathon. What would Sony owned Activision Blizzard be? Would they still be hands off? And that's the case. It's what we have already. Call of duty all yeah. the time, everywhere, <laughs> you know, no, no, you know, no other stuff that you can get. No more. It would be diversity like in the portfolio. No, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. not. And then that's that's the scary thing. That's I want freedom in that space for them. Yeah, for them and specifically. I, yeah, and Xbox is showing that. I mean, we've got Pentiment. We also got um, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush and such like that, which are smaller games. I think those bite-sized games are kind of perfect for the model of Xbox going forward. I'm like, sure, you do need your big releases, but, like, mm-hmm. you, if you play this right with all the studios you can have, you have, like, a game releasing every other month at this yeah. point going forward, you know? And it could be, yeah. like, these smaller bite-sized $30 and $30 type of games, and then you can have, like, a big one every, like, every four months or every six months, you know? Yeah, can you imagine an Xbox is like firing on all, all cylinders they would be they would be like the mcu like legitimately yeah. where like we got mcu after mcu property over and over again it would be the video game equivalent to that yeah and then that that just having game pass already is again as we mentioned mm-hmm. the best deal in gaming but it would be even more so yeah in that sense god it would just be and then you could switch around the library of like what some of these studios are working on like I would love to see 343 work on another IP, like a completely mm-hmm. another IP. And then you can have like maybe Raven or Raven or something work on the next Halo, like reboot oh God, Halo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be comp- like, see what their version of Halo would actually look like. And with a completely different facelift, a completely different like a- action scheme and such like that, you can make it mm-hmm. like Titanfall ish kind of if you want to. Yeah. Like and- give it a Titanfall 2 campaign like that. I'm like, you can do so many things if you just like maneuver the portfolio around. If you look at playground games right now, they're working on Fable. Like they mostly done car games with exactly with um, Forza. I'm like, give these other studios a shot to do something different. Yeah, but, everyone wants to do something different too. All yeah. these companies like no, like no one wants to be pigeonholed as the one company that does stuff. I mean, even look at Naughty Dog. Like, yeah, Uncharted. I love Uncharted, but like then they branched out and did The Last of Us, and that's love it too. Like yeah. crazy, yeah. Like it's. I mean, they're both action adventure third person games, but like they're completely different in mm-hmm. like style and scope and you know content that it's refreshing for them to work on that, you know. Yeah. And and then you have like you know Santa Monica working on God of War, and you know there was a chance they at one point at one point they had a sci-fi game they were working on. Obviously, that didn't pan out, but 
like I'm sure they want there's other stuff they want to work on. No one wants to keep working on Kratos games forever. You know? <laughs> For sure. And there's For some sure. the other internal studio is probably like, oh, I want to crack at this. Like, well, I'm sure we'll get an Uncharted game down the line that's maybe focused on Cassie mm-hmm. now that she's like the treasure I would hunter. Love it. You know, I would I, love that. I'd man. love I I want that so bad in my life. And maybe Nate Sully now, you know, like he's the old man. Or maybe you bring the the ladies over from Lost Legacy, man, oh, and they, they're the mentors. Yes. Oh, oh like God. Chloe Nadine. Oh yes, my god. Chloe Nadine be the mentors oh, my for god. Cassie. Oh, that'd be and so they could cool. be like like Chloe could be like the funny part of Sully, and then yeah. Nadine would be the angry Sully. <laughs> yes <laughs> to, to Cassie. Of- Oh my Both of God. them could be the mentors, and then like they can also tell stories about like how they met, like Nate and such like that, and how <laughs> like and what they thought of Nate when they first met, and all the while while they're like teaching oh, her all these. The that'd be so cool, right? And then that that doesn't necessarily need to be Naughty Dog. That can be another studio. They have oh like, yeah a, a diverse portfolio, as you mentioned. Like that's what I would want to see in the Xbox family. Like I mean, we know Coalition who works on the Gears games. Like I wouldn't mind one more just to round out that trilogy, but it'd be cool mm-hmm. to see what they what they can do otherwise, you know, uh, what they can explore. I know Rob Ferguson left Coalition mm-hmm. to do Diablo Four, and then now they might get bought out. You know, that's that's that the, <laughs> Imagine you leave your boss, and your boss is mm-hmm. like, "No, I still own you." Like, Come yeah, on, man. I'm bringing his ass back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're too valuable, man. I need. I literally, I didn't even buy it for the rest of this. I don't want Call of Duty. I want you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a toxic relationship he hears about he the sale leave. he hears about the sale and the next thing you know he gets like a text message from, he's like i'm coming back for you man i want you back <laughs> hey you up what exactly <laughs> <laughs> my ex is calling i'm sorry i, don't, I can't i don't want to answer this is a toxic ex <laughs> i love it I love but it. yeah i would love to see stuff like what if the coalition let's say did like some kind of third person diablo game you oh, know, that'd be so dope with Rob being like, "Hey, you know what? These guys are really good at that. Let's do this." And and three four three working on like I don't know some like avowed, you know, like some type avowed game, DLC, yeah. yeah, or something like that. Maybe they can do like a Midnight Suns type of thing, to where they can make like a isometric, you know, like a strategy mm-hmm. type of game or something like that. You know, exactly, like exactly, man. That and that's I think I feel like Microsoft is going to pivot to that to a certain degree, but I, I mm-hmm. think if they were to purchase. Activision Blizzard, the the world is their oyster with the, how many oh, yeah. they would have for sure. them. For sure, I mean that's some stuff we won't see until like maybe whatever's you know twenty thirty at this point. Yeah. yeah, but who knows? Yeah, so I I know you um only got a certain amount of time, so I want to ask you three last questions. The yep. the first one is this is a show all about video game recommendations. So what video game would you recommend to the audience today? Mm, okay. So if, if somehow you've never played, I'm gonna go one like dark one and then one light. Yeah, one. go ahead. Do you think? Um, and and they're they're in and they're in the you know known properties, but like mm-hmm. I, 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 it's hard not to recommend them. I would recommend Last of Us one and two, Love especially it. if you somehow have never if you just watched a TV show. Um, listen, easy mode is okay. Do not let anyone <laughs> tell you that you know it's not okay to play easy. As it even a has a story two, mode. Exactly. As a father too, sometimes you just you know you want to play the story and just go to bed. It's fine. And then once you get that new game plus and you got the upgraded weapons, go ahead, go play normal, hard, or whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But no, those those games are are just two of the that I would and I I don't want to recommend one without the other because I feel like especially if you watch a show and then you play the game, they're really 
for the most part one one you mm-hmm. want to play two right after and um that beginning's rough but it's it, worth it. it i love it man i love <laughs> that game so much i, I know it. a and lot it, of people are mixed oh, on it i love it though i love it so much and i'll i'll go out and say this which is really funny because i did not believe my friend when he texted me this abby is my favorite character of series. all the last of us yeah whoa yeah i i didn't think so but it was so funny because like he didn't want to spoil anything uh, mm-hmm. my friend tom neville and he 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 hit me up and he was like i see you're playing how far are you like i i know i'm farther than you uh just i've been playing for a few more hours i know that but so give me a chapter like what chapter are you on? like the name of the chapter so i was like oh yeah here i'm on here he's like oh okay okay what are your thoughts on abby and i was like oh F her. She's the worst. I can't wait mm-hmm. to just murder her. He's like, okay, just wait. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Just wait. He's like, no, talk to me in the midway point. Okay. And then, you know, obviously something happens and you restart the game basically to her point of view. And you're like, I'm like, I hate her more. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I just saw what she did in the movie theater. What do you mm-hmm. mean? I'm going to like her. And it's like, he's like, just wait, just wait. And then you get to part day three. And yes. then I was like, Oh, she's like she has layers, and mm-hmm. she's like everyone does in this series, and no one's really good, and it really shows in this series. And there's just so many decisions that happen in this game. It's such that ending hits so hard, especially when Ellie picks up the guitar. Oh man, tears, uh, man, tears. Oh man, and she just tries, and in, mm-hmm. in her handshake, I was like, oh, I was like, she can't play it anymore. Yep. Like, and I was that- crying. My wife was looking at me. She's like, are you okay? I was like. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, she caused her own downfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, damn. And I, I remember being the game and texting him, and I was like, dude, how are you right? And I always hate it when high school when he was right. So it made me even angry. <laughs> I was like, damn it, you're always right, man. Like it's like it's like 16 years of our friendship, and you've always been right. Like, I'm so angry with you. <laughs> and uh, he's like, man, listen, I don't know what, what to say, but I, I came away loving her so much. And Lev, Lev is such a great character as well. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't hate Ellie, but Ellie makes a lot of decisions that are very rough to justify to the yeah. same degree. I get where she's coming from and I get where Abby's coming from. So it's so interesting. That game is so beautiful. <laughs> it's, so of, it's human. Said. It's yeah. really human. You know? It really is. So I would I would recommend those two games back to back, and then um, it, emotionally for me, which is also very hopeful as well. I, I absolutely love Spider Man and uh-huh. Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are other two games too. Those like the Insomniac Spider Man really truly captures how Peter is, and it's a really mm-hmm. refreshing take on Peter because there's a lot of things that happen that don't happen in the comics or always get alluded to. And they always get backtracked or rebooted or retcon or the devil himself, which I'm not joking, does actually happen <laughs> in the comics, comes and be like, hey, you want me to fix that? All right, cool. You're not married anymore. Wait, what? <laughs> Let's just go with it. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I hate it, man. Uh, I hate God, that. Brand new day, man. Mm. God, that was so frustrating. But yeah, I, I there's stuff like that, man. Like when you play the Insomniac Spider-Man games and the things that happened to Peter during that, that series, um, uh, the depiction of Doc Ock is great. Mm-hmm. Him, that line at the end when <laughs> Peter in the in the scene, uh-huh. you, you so knew, mm-hmm. you knew, and you finally because everyone there's a running joke like if Peter doesn't talk and he's angry, he's just not quipping. Mm-hmm. You're in trouble because he's not holding back, 
and mm-hmm. he's super super strong <laughs> like a lot of people take that for granted so seeing him angry and unleashing that angry peter uh without a suit a black suit that's coming soon uh was really cool and then that ending the fact that insomniac was able to commit to it they got the approval from marvel and it hit and i was in tears i think my son was like not even one yet so i I had him like on my chest like he was Mm -hmm. like sleeping on me and i beat the game and i i was like shaking crying like at at the ending what happens to you know a loved one of peter's and even when you get to the dlc like they commit to it and he doesn't they do the thing where he doesn't stop being peter he doesn't stop being spider-man you see him in miles he doesn't stop being spider-man it's something i loved and shows the the testament to spider-man as a character that even he can get hit with these hard things um and he keep doing what he needs to do because of the responsibility that he has, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he really takes a heart that there's other superhero stuff or Spider-Man stuff that happens. Like I, I criticize, uh, I believe was a Dark Knight Rises all the time, yeah. Because you and uh, not even being facetious about like him losing a loved one, but like you lost your parents and dedicate your life to this vengeance, but you lose somebody else, which that sucks, and you just stop. You just stop. It does seem very abrupt. Yeah. And we have like years of comic books where like Jason dies and he's like, I can't stop being Batman. (laughs) It's ingrained in him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm angrier and I'm not holding back my punches and I need someone to help me with that. Here's Tim Drake, but Mm -hmm. I'm still Batman at the end of the day. Like I've really had a hard time with that movie. And even when you watch into the Spider-Verse, like, when you see Peter B talking, he's like, he loses Aunt May, uh-huh. doesn't stop being Spider Man. He cries in the shower, that's fine. You know, we all need that every once yeah. in a while, and that's perfectly fine. But he's still Spider Man, he still uh-huh. goes out and does Spider Man things every day. And that this Peter has that, and I, it really was a breath of fresh air. And then going into Miles Morales, and then really as well as the movie and the comics, capturing the essence miles. of miles yeah yeah it, it's it's astounding that these movies capture him so well and the comic books are still really good and the the movies are good and his game is amazing they captured the style the like everything that end scene where he is just walking through the neighborhood and he's got oh, the tims on so he's good. listening to mm-hmm. the music he's got the puffy coat it's snowing you know, he's, he's about to get a pastelillo from, like, the bodega. <laughs> and, like, it's all these, like, little things, like, little touches that make Miles so unique. And, like, they really hit home that he's, you know, half Puerto Rican, half black. And and it's subtle. It's not even, like, overt, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's perfectly, if, if, if you're of those nationalities, you know what they're talking about. You know the little coconut joke in the beginning. <laughs> like, I need coconut milk. I know exactly what he's talking about because it's Christmas time. That means he needs to make coquito for his mom. <laughs> I know what that means, but you don't need to. You don't need to explain that to the audience. This is perfect for someone like me. Um, they just get him so well, and just, I love that end scene when everything, all the bad stuff is happening. He's got his headphones in. He's rocking out to that song, which I love. I can't. I don't can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of it either. Which is funny because my son requests it all the time. We have like oh, a Miles it? playlist, which is mm-hmm. the whole soundtrack from one and two now, <laughs> and all the songs from the uh the game. And that's usually what he goes to bed to. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm gonna play it again before the second one comes out. Same. Like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I've been thinking about doing like a streaming series because I have a friend who like cannot wrap her hand around video games. 
but oh. <laughs> wants to watch me play video games. So she, I, I, I lie to you not. She's like, I support my friend's businesses, so I'm buying you a PS5. Oh, that's, that's how so I got sweet. my PS5. So I have to play Last of Us for her. One and two, and mm-hmm. Spider-Man. She's requested, so those are going to be streaming series coming soon when I have some more time. Uh, but I do want to play these before too. I yeah, one and Miles Morales. I I can't talk highly enough. Th- those are and they're so uplifting as well. They really are. I mean, bad mm-hmm. stuff happens, but it, it's not as depressing as The Last of Us. Um, and it really shows who how unique both of them are as Spider People and as heroes. You know, that's one of the things like uh, that made me fall in love with PlayStation, like exi- like studio games this generation is like their depiction of human and what mm-hmm. it what it means to be human, what it means to like, because I, I said this on a podcast, I can't remember which episode, but like they have themes as well. Like the MCU has themes as that they go through as well, like in this in like state, like in the MCU's um, phase four, the theme was grief. And you kind of see that as mm-hmm. well as like the PlayStation 5's theme is is grief as well. You see that in Ratchet and Clank, uh, Ratchet and Clank lift, like Rift Apart. The Last of Us is basically the whole thing is grief and like mm-hmm. how you handle grief and how you move on. It's like you see that in Ghost of Tsushima. You see that in um, Spider-Man, both Miles Morales yeah. and Horizon as well. Like it's yeah. the, that theme of grief. And it's crazy because like I love how well they're depicting what it means to be human and what it means to overcome not just grief but overcome like issues that we real people have to deal with and that's so relatable and I think that's why like for their single player games at least they're firing on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's it's absolutely crazy. Well, I want to thank you for those recommendations. Yeah. Uh my next question before like we only have two left and my Next question is, are you ready? Because it is time for our pro nerd trivia portion of the show where I asked our esteemed guests five different questions. We're going to see if he gets into the pro nerd hall of fame. All that requires is him to answer five consecutive questions. Correct. Now, all these questions are randomized, randomized categories. We don't know what the, what fate has in store for us, but we do know that our guest is going to prevail. So Carlos, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. So coincidentally, our first category is in the realm of PlayStation. Ooh. In the realm of PlayStation. So here we go. All right. All right. So who is the big green ogre featured in six PS2 games? Ooh. Who is the big green ogre featured in six PlayStation 2 games? Oh, wow. (laughs) Why am I struggling with this? (laughs) Oh, my God. Six PlayStation 2 games. Shrek? That is correct, sir. That is correct. (laughs) I was like, man, I'm really thinking hard. I was like, wait, they had to be like a crap load of Shrek games, right? Yeah, it it was. It really was. Yeah. So that that's the that's the hard part of this. You either overthink it or you kind of you're thinking in a completely different direction. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, man, how many ogres are in uh, Ratchet and Clank? Exactly. (laughs) Thinking first party. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next question is in the realm of Harry Potter. All right, so what is the name of the tree famous for whooping down Harry Potter and Ron Weasley while they were in a car? Oh, wow. 
I feel like this is another overthinking. The, I I love I love my brain because <laughs> I I definitely and my brain was like, hey man, we gotta talk about Harry Potter, and then immediately it's like F J K Rowling. It's like, oh wait, all right, <laughs> okay, yes, true brain, <laughs> but we're doing trivia. Let's move that to the side for a second. Mm-hmm. That's very important. <laughs> ah, it is it the whooping tree. It is the Whomping Willow is Whomping the answer. Willow. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Very close, very close. All right, so you're one of one right now. Okay. The next question, let's see where it lands. By a hair, by a fraction of a margin, it landed on DC. It was about to land on Star Trek. Well, I'm pretty good at that, too. Yeah. Okay, I mean, well, so I say that, and then it was like, what character? It was like, damn it. <laughs> let's see, I would have struggled on Star Trek for real. <laughs> I've only seen like the the modern movies. I've never actually seen um, like the old shows, so I would have struggled. Deep Space Nine, really good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is that better than Picard currently going? See, I haven't watched Picard. That's okay. that was the thing that would scare me if like the question was like more of the new modern series has been out. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I will, I will not do good. Please be Deep Space Nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So, this question, DC, what is the name of Bruce Wayne's biological son? Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne, that is the correct answer. You are two, like, you got two correct, you got one wrong. So we, we're doing strong right here. Let's see the next one, though. The next one is in the realm oof, of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Historically, we've had 12% correct who's answered Lord of the Rings questions. <laughs> It Just is game. a yeah, it is a very <laughs> yeah, me- very meaty question, um, meaty category. But here we go. All right, this one possibly. I I feel like I would get this one. Um, he what is the name of Frodo's loyal friend who journeyed with him from Middle Earth to Mount Doom? Oh, uh, Sam Wise, Game G. <laughs> yep, that is correct. You were three <laughs> and like, one, three and one. Why did I struggle on his last name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For just for shits and giggles, do you remember the actor's name who played him? Oh, yeah, uh, Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on a roll right now. You're on a roll. Man, Goonies never die. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. So, on the fifth question, you got final, you got a final choice, A or B, category A or category B. Which one did you like? Uh, let's go B. All right, B was in the realm of pro wrestling. So, <laughs> very, very, very lucky on that one. I got to get this right or I'm getting kicked off my podcast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. So a pro wrestling trivia. This one's kind of interesting. All right. Name three characters that have had more than three personas in WWE slash WWF. Ooh. Okay. Mick Foley. Okay. Uh, I named three, right? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely McFoley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the easiest one, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll never forget the Royal Rumble. We <laughs> that was my favorite thing ever. Um, what? I feel like I'm going to say Bray Wyatt. Okay, so we had The Fiend. We had The Bray Fiend. Himself. We have Bray himself. And then we had um, well, um, um, Husky Harris. That's true. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. three. Okay. So that's a good one. That's three. Okay. And then, so one more. Mm. Uh, 
I have one that popped in my head. I'll say it afterwards because I know it's not right. Because I'm thinking okay. the character name never changed, but their what they did did. The personas <laughs> so, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they were still technically the same character, but they've done three different things as that character. Um, all right, hold on. So we get those two. Ooh. It's kind of a tough one when you put it on the spot, though. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm trying to think. I was like, it's funny. Another one, I don't know why in my head, it's a, it's a TNA AW person that popped in my head. I was like, no. And they only played two people. <laughs> why is that popping in my head? Uh, David was Kermit. the one popped on your you head, Rick Rear? No. No, did he play three? I was just going to count, you know, Rick Rude and Bobby Rude. <laughs> but then you had... Um... <laughs> oh, no. In my head, randomly, I don't know why, like, the TNA wrestler that popped in was uh, Christopher Daniels because he also played Curry, man. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's that. Um, and then Jeff Hardy did multiple characters, but that was in TNA. That was in TNA. It doesn't count. Damn it. Damn you, TNA. I never think about you. Why am I no. thinking about you? You think about Willow and TNA characters right now. Oh, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um... All right, so got those two. I would count Hardy having two, if I'm being honest. That's true. Because he did have what it was a Migma version of Jeff Hardy and mm. and then like the Hardy Boys version of Jeff Hardy. That's true. I would count that as two. You know, part of me wants to say Scott Hall, but that's only two characters because it was Razor Ramon and then mm-hmm. he came in with the NWO as Scott Hall. So that's only yeah. two. Oh man, I am struggling on this. Somewhere, rest past my co-host is like you idiot. <laughs> <This person. laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to give up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna give up. So I oh just, wow, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. All right. Um, if I sing, uh, sing one of one of their songs, would you get it? If I sung the song, let's see. The, oh yes, the Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. Yeah, Papa Shango, Papa Godfather, and Car- uh, Kama. Kama, the Good Father as well. Yeah, good Father, yeah. Yeah. So you like, know what's messed up? The one I was thinking that because uh, it was the same name for a character, but played mm-hmm. different like versions. I was thinking Farouk. Oh, there's like there's Nasha Farouk. Mm-hmm. There's like that weird athletic like like gladiator Farouk when he first debuted, and mm-hmm. then acolytes uh, Farouk, and then uh apa farouk but like they was all still farouk well he uh, like when he was world champion when you said athletic he was known as ron simmons mm. during that time frame true. so it would have counted true, true, as true. two for sure That's for true. sure damn but yeah man at least my head was like in the realm of possibility i was like yeah nation why am i focusing on the nation of domination yeah yeah i mean if you would have went nation of the domination i'm like i think what who was another one no no there was only two well, I don't know. Mark Henry would have no. He had sexual gimmicks. chocolate. Yeah, sexual <laughs> chocolate. Hell yeah! <laughs> the father of the hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> that dude, his sexual chocolate theme song is so good. Oh, <laughs> so underrated, man. So, so underrated. underrated. And then they had this sexual chocolate thing on the time to try. <laughs> the Hershey's part. Oh, you bring that back, man. They AW really game, do. you better bring that. Oh, man, that'd be great. That'd be great. Okay, so Carlos, my last question for you, because I know we're short on time here, is. Where can the good people find you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you can find me at youtube.com slash nerdaday. Again, that's where I have my nerdaday podcast, which is short slash long form, depending on the episode. Uh, regular podcast, where we also have on audio forms. I also am the host of Chaos Bringers, where you can find on youtube.com as well for the video portion. And then you just search your favorite audio podcast and subscribe and like and all that jazz. 
I'm also the co-host of Aperwork Podcast. Uh, again, you can find us on YouTube. We don't have a YouTube.com slash yet, but uh, <laughs> hopefully soon, uh, if you guys want to check that out on YouTube and then audio podcast as well. So that's my wrestling podcast. And then, yeah, twitch.tv slash nerdy for my live stream and stuff. Again, as I mentioned in this episode, I do want to kind of bring that back a little bit and do some more Midnight Suns and maybe some Marvel Spider-Man in the future. Yeah. And Marvel Spider-Man and The Last of Us. You, mm-hmm. you got a promise to live up to there. That's true. <laughs> so, Carlos, thank you for being on the show. We're going to have all those links to all those different um, outlets in the description of this episode. So, people, you don't even have to hunt them down. You just have to go in the description, click on them, and they'll be right there for you. Carlos, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you so much, man. This was such a blast. It really was. This really was. Love to have you back. Get your AEW thoughts, uh, Fight Forever thoughts after the game comes out. And such Absolutely. A we got to nerd out some more, man. So. Thank you again for doing this. And until next time, everyone, I've been Sebastian. That's been Carlos. This has been the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premium place for single-player gamers to find out about good single-player games to play. And we're out. Bye, everyone. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Carlos Nerdaday Rodriguez for being on the show. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!